This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live here on a Tuesday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And wanted to play some of the more notable comments from head coach Sean McDermott from his press conference yesterday when he had his season wrap-up session with the media and thought a good jumping-off point would be Coach McDermott's assessment of the most pressing areas to focus on this offseason. More specifically, <coughs> what areas? And you've had you know, a day to kind of decompress, maybe watch some film, that sort of a thing. What areas do you think you need to address? Well, and I'll know more because um, today was really, for the most part, Adam meeting with players, exit interviews, and, and whatnot, um, and, and a team meeting at the end of it all. Um, but just overall, I mean, you look at like we talked last night. You know, the game's won; it starts you know, and ends at the line of scrimmage, and so we've got to, you know, look at that. And then you look at the quarterback play. I thought, you know, we've, we've got a quarterback that we feel really good about and should feel good about. Um, but we all, uh, myself included, and and Josh and, and the leaders of this football team, we also have to improve uh, in certain areas to, to move this organization forward. Yeah, I mean, no surprise there. Um, and they'll be doing hard and fast evaluations here over the next couple of days. And then after that, you know, the Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott will huddle up with the personnel department and they'll chart a course for the offseason in terms of what needs to be added, what needs to be subtracted, and what needs to be improved. Um, Coach McDermott was asked specifically about his evaluation of their defensive line. They played seven games without Von Miller after he went down on Thanksgiving with a season-ending injury. There were other injuries across the defensive front, most notably Jordan Phillips. Ed Oliver missed some time at the beginning of the year. So even Tim Settle uh, missed some time with a calf injury early in the season. So here is Coach McDermott's assessment of the play of Buffalo's defensive line this season. I thought we were probably um, more, more inconsistent than I would have liked to have seen this year, um, in particular after Vaughn went down. And you know, I thought each one of those guys had their games where they played well. Um, just overall as a group, I didn't feel like or I felt like we were a little bit too inconsistent and, uh, and yesterday being, being the latest example of that. A little inconsistent, and I think that's a fair assessment, quite frankly. I mean, I mean there weren't many times where uh, they got run over at the line of scrimmage, but unfortunately their last game was an example of that. And I think it was particularly tough for Bills fans to take, knowing there were three backups on Cincinnati's offensive line. Yeah, and you can make a case for the the conditions and the slippery footing and and the the style of play that the Bills 
defensive ends or defensive linemen used as compared to, to Cincinnati, why Cincinnati wasn't as, as affected or seemingly as affected as the Bills were, whatever. Um, yeah, just n- nobody on Sunday, this last Sunday, was good enough in the Cincinnati game. And while there was some moments – um, where they did some good things. You know, they put together a 15-play drive, 75 yards for a touchdown, the one where Josh snuck it in. Uh, and, you know, Josh made a nice throw to Gabe Davis for that touchdown in the uh, in the corner, but um, or down the, the sidelines. Yeah, about? the previous oh. week. You know, they did some nice things at different times, um, even during the Cincinnati game, but it was just too little, too late, and too sporadic to make a difference in that game. Um so yeah, he's. I, I, it'll be a while. It'll be a minute before the. I don't know what the the, the contamination of the way that season ended, but where they can get a, an objective analysis. Even I, I think even for coaches who who kind of know the ins and outs, you know what every guy was supposed to be doing and how well they were doing it. Uh, to get that out of your to get that out of your system is to you, along with the disappointment of how the season ended. Yeah. It's going to take some time. So even McDermott yesterday, after they watched the film, probably wasn't a hundred percent dispassionate about what he had seen. Injuries for the first time in three seasons played a significant role in player availability or lack thereof through the course of the twenty twenty two campaign certainly more so than in the previous two years when the Bills were one of the healthiest teams in football over that two-year stretch. And he had an interesting comment in particular about the injuries across the defensive line. So here is Coach McDermott on how injuries will factor into the roster evaluation and the plans to avoid such injuries going forward. Yeah, that's part of the evaluation process. You know, we've been pretty good over the years with that. Um, A lot goes into that. and, and I think a lot goes into it that we have to look at this year. We've got to turn over every, every leaf and make sure that, hey, our schedule, what we're doing in the training room, what the rehab looks like, what our strength and conditioning program looks like, all of that has to – we've got to put it all on the table and say, hey, what's, what's working, what isn't working, and why we had the injuries we had. Um, there were some patterns in there as well, in particular the, the calf injury at the defensive line position. And so just like on the field when patterns happen, we have to look – look into those patterns and figure out why. Yeah, the calf injuries were interesting on the defensive line. It proved costly in this last game because Daquan Jones came down with a calf injury coming out of last the previous week's game, and though he was able to practice on a limited basis, he could not go on Sunday. It was the first game he missed all season, and they missed that dude. That was the, yeah. He was the most valuable and consistent interior defensive lineman on this roster and when he was not on the field, you saw a major difference. Yeah, he was a big body who played with a high motor. Um, him, along with Jordan Phillips, when, before Jordan Phillips dislocated his shoulder, um, those two were really an upgrade and really was as good a defensive tackle situation as the Bills had had since Sean McDermott started. Um, and then he sprinkling out Ed Oliver with that. Uh, and those guys, and Ed Oliver's play really elevated as well. So uh, they missed him. Big time. We we were we saw it coming a couple of days before when they started elevating Eli Onku and and um, Kingsley Jonathan. We thought, oh man, it doesn't look good. And yeah. sure enough, those guys weren't able to and go. And Tim Settle missed time with a Tim calf Settle. injury at the beginning of the year. That's right. So the calf injuries are going to be under the microscope for those defensive linemen because they don't want to run into that problem going forward. Um, we got time for one more here from Coach McDermott, and it deals with the subject we let off the show with today. A lot of the players in their um, 
exit interviews with the media basically talked about how they felt the team emotionally ran out of gas uh, in this last game against the Bengals. Coach McDermott was posed the same question. Um, I mean, you could always look at that and say, as you talk about, hey, the whys, right? You could, I'm not going to discount that, but I'm also gonna, not going to use that as an excuse, Mark. This is, um, you know, we got beat on the football field, and sometimes your energy is taken from you when the game's not going your way, and, and they're having their way, the other team. And, and, and so um, we were playing from behind early, and, and we had a hard time catching up. And so that gets to be a drainage of your energy after a while when you're playing from behind the way we were. So, um, you know, this other piece over here, uh, I think there's, there's always things, right? There's always things that come up through a season, and our team did a phenomenal, phenomenal job of, of handling those areas. Um, uh, probably more than any team I've been around uh, or any team in terms of what they've gone through this season. Uh, but that said, uh, they're not excuses as to why we got the result we got. And I and that's kind of an answer you expect out of a head coach because a head coach never makes excuses. Um, but it was interesting that a handful of players just felt like they didn't have anything left in the tank to give, especially when they got off to such a rough start down 14 nothing. Yeah, and – I've it, been there. It does man. take more when you're down I've to come there. back into a game, right? Like, I've been there. Yeah, they they had dug a hole for themselves, and 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 to their credit, I mean, the first thing you got to do when you've dug yourself a hole, the first thing you got to do is stop digging, right? Uh, and then when they finally got that 75 yard drive and they got back on a 14 seven, okay, here we go again. You know, we got we're back into it, and then. Um, the half ends and they go, you know, then it's 17, seven, you 17, know, 10, yeah, it's 17, was. 10. It's like, wow. Um, you, they, they were just couldn't get any traction. And I think this too, one of the things that happens in games like that, when your team, and, and we don't know for sure, we've conjectured, you and I were talking about, you know, how much the DeMar Hamlin, how much the, what had happened to them and all the adversity they've gotten thrown at them. Uh, weighed on them in this one game. But in, when you're in a game like that, what you need to happen is to for somebody defensively or offensively is to do something superlative out of the blue. Uh, make a great run and catch, a big angry run, or a, a, you know, an, an incredible tackle or a sack or, or a tipped interception, something to spark your team to get the momentum and the emotion back where you can all kind of rally around that thing. In this case... It looked to me like one of the rare occasions where it might have taken two or three of those plays. You know, they might have had to go on a run of just, yeah. wow, we really got, you know, before they would have really woken up, um, to use that phrase. Uh, but having, you know, in all of that, the simple fact remains, they were lacking in that game in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, you know, they just, uh, energy, execution, um, Attitude, grit. It looked like they, you know, they were they were just kind of going through the motions, and that's why you, you know, that's why I feel the way I do about you know the way their season ended. Yeah, we have to take a break here. A lot of you who phoned in your opinions yesterday and today so far believe that an influx of talent is needed at the wide receiver position. Coach McDermott was asked about his wide receiver group. We'll tell you what he thought of their performance through the course of this past season next. Here on One Bills Live, presented by Collida Health, it's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 